Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of Saddest Night Out. My name is Roy, and I am the host of this daily podcast, and it's primarily about music and creative culture in London. And once again, I have some show announcements. I will next be on the stage stage Tuesday, 17th of September at Road Trip and the Workshop for Saddest Night Out Live number four. This is my monthly show where I get to showcase some of the talent that I have featured on this podcast. And on this instance, there'll be music from loads of Japanese bands as well as Lou and Chris Gabriel. That's Tuesday, 17th of September at Road Trip and the Workshop on All Street. And that same week, I am playing Sunday, 22nd of September at Paper Dress Vintage in Hackney. And that is in support of the album release for its own animal who has a new album coming out called Ammonite and I hope to feature that on this podcast too so that's Sunday 22nd of September there'll be loads of Japanese bands Juliet and Nanette Delilah Black and of course its own animal both events are free entry head to facebook.com forward slash saddest night out for more details All right, let's get into today's episode. My guest today is Charlie Fletcher. She is an international model, a singer, a songwriter, a performer, a recording artist. She is creative to the very depths of her soul. And on this episode, she talks us through where this creative streak started and where it has taken her since. We got together before my Sunday open mic at The Plough. Go to ukopenmic.com to check out those open mic nights. We were sat outside. Apologies in advance. You might hear a little bit of noise in the background, but the conversation is loud and clear. And after we chat, I'll catch up with you a bit more, but I'll also feature one of her songs. So be sure to stay tuned for that. And as always, if you listen to this podcast at double speed, as I tend to do with my podcasts, make sure you go down to normal speed when you get to the end to enjoy that music. But without further ado, this is me talking to Charlie Fletcher. Enjoy this chat and I'll catch up with you more afterwards. It's Sunday. I am outside the plough. We aren't starting the open mic yet because there's some kind of football game going on. Not that I'm too fast either way. But I am outside with a guest I've been longing. I guess someone just scored in the football. Again, not that I mind either way. It's all about the atmosphere, the ambience in this recording. I have a guest with me who I've been dying to get on the podcast for a while. The stars have finally aligned so that we could spend some time together. Will you kindly introduce yourself to the listeners? Hi, I'm Charlie Fletcher. <laughs> yep, our guy's moving chairs as well. It's cool. We'll plough through. We'll muddle through. Yeah. Charlie Fletcher, what do you do? I'm a model, I'm a singer, and I'm a songwriter. Of those things, which came first? Well, I've been writing songs since I was seven. Wow. <laughs> but I kept them to myself until actually secondary. No, maybe from the age of 10, I started performing um, at primary school and stuff and at family functions, you know, like weddings and stuff. And then, like, yeah, until I was like 14, when um, adoles- adolescence took over. Mm hmm. And um, I don't know, I just kind of just stopped singing. I always would write, but I just kept it to myself. And then in my 20s, I was like, listen, what am I doing here? Like, you know, like, I'm just using these lyrics for nothing. They're just sitting in a scrapbook. Wow. 
and then I just started going studio. I wanted to write for people initially, mm-hmm. but then I just decided to just do it myself because at least I can rely on myself. I know I'm going to be there on time and I can <laughs> sing as well, you know. So, you know. Yes, you can. Yes, you thank can. Thank you. So <laughs> now, you know, I've been doing it for myself and now I've been meeting people who are really um, about that life in regards to music they're serious and then i've been writing for them now so that is the story wow the modeling came a bit later (laughs) (laughs) seven years old you started yeah what made you start at seven i made some random like poem about um spirit guides after watching some native american tv show I didn't know what the hell a spirit guide was, but it inspired me in some way and it wow. made sense. So, and yeah, I just kept it going and the singing, I don't know. I knew, from, well, from a young age, I liked dancing and music and singing. And then, oh, when I got introduced to Ashanti, I think she really like inspired me when her music came out. Yeah. Yeah. So in every competition, every assembly, whatever, I'd sing Ashanti. <laughs> Shout out to Ashanti. Exactly. So that's a like it's a young age to start, but it sounds like you were very specifically inspired to write. Were there any older siblings or other family members who did something like that? Was there anyone at school? Like, was it something that people around you were doing, or did you just you personally feel like I want to do this? I think I was just influenced. Probably maybe watching the box. You were just bringing up all these references that I very much... The Box, Music Television, New Control, which if anyone listening doesn't know, it was a music channel. Every music video would have like a three-digit code and you could text in or call in and request videos. Kids today don't know, but I remember. So you're at home, you're watching a lot of music television and eventually you get the feeling like, I want to do something like this. And it sounds like writing came first. Yeah, that's correct. Writing came first. Did you show anyone your writing when you first started? Well, at the wedding of my cousin, I performed an original. And in, sc- in school, I used to go and sing, and the girls used to encourage me, and the guys, actually, like, random songs. I'll take people's songs, and then I would, like, remix them. So, like, take a little bit of the lyrics, add on my own lyrics, and then I started growing more songs that I actually wrote myself over time. Um, more in my teens, definitely. I mean, them days, I didn't have my phone. I didn't have a phone. So I had more time to be um, creating. Yeah, it sounds like you had... Not only did you have the imagination to come up with this stuff, but it sounds... Because a lot of people might start writing or something, but keep it very private. You were already performing in front of people. At school. Original stuff. (laughs) No fear? Did it just feel like a natural thing you need to do? No fear. No fear. But I guess, you know, when you become a teenager and you start thinking about, oh my God, like, people are going to judge me, like, if I do this, Uh Um, you kind of lose, no, you gain inhibitions and you lose that, that freedom of just being yourself and not giving a damn what people think, man. I thought I was the best in my whole school and... That you know, like I was confident. I didn't care, and I didn't see myself in competition. I just thought I was better in myself. Mm. Um, yeah, that's it, really. And you still, all the way through your career of doing that, you still feel the same way. Like just, just self-expression, 
Well, now I'm back on track. Now I'm back on track because yeah. really and truly, we're just like spiritual beings having human experiences. We're all same, but we're unique. We have our own talents, and it'll be a shame to just like sit down and waste mine. Like it, I had to go through the journey of like um, of maybe just not being a hundred percent sure about my music. But I mean, I wasn't sure of who I was. I was a teenager, so I'm glad that I am now. And I guess the modelling helped boost my confidence as well. Um, How did in, that start? What, the modelling? Yeah. Um, I got scouted at the age of 15 in my school uniform. And I decided to do a job here and there every year. And then when I finished university, then I um, went into modelling full time because um, that was the rule finish uni and then you can do what you want. Yeah. 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 Was it intimidating when you first started? Nah, the L, the uh, more mature models, who are probably like my age now compared to when I was fifteen, they were yeah. like um, really welcoming and they'll help us a lot. Um, I didn't feel no competition, and where I come from, there was no such thing in my friendship group. Thank God. But then I started to learn these uh, things. Um, as I progressed in my career from people, people always ask me about competition. I'm like, where the hell? Where's the competition? Because you, you know, they are they, and I am my, I am yeah. myself. So we're all different, you know. It's either you're talented or you're not. Like either you put in the work or you don't. But um, you know, you just learn these things. You learn these things from outside, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So there was a bit of a a lack of confidence in the music was that around the time that you started modeling i guess i guess i was just trying to find my voice or i just didn't know my voice you know um yeah but as uh time has evolved i have evolved as well so now you're feeling a bit more confident you found your voice you found your lane you know what you want to express it sounds like you've been through a lot but what you've been through has helped you to arrive at a more certain position from which you can build so modeling is happening you're working on the music a lot more now Mm -hmm. you told me before we met here today you were at the studio so what Mm -hmm. is around the corner for you modeling wise and music wise well in regards to the music oh i've got a wonderful song um called honey queen that's coming out well it's already out but the music video is going to be out it's such a beautiful video um Everybody who's included, everyone who did the cameos and the visuals and the producer and the lyrics and everything and um, what it stands for as well, like the bees, like the environment, like protecting Mother Nature because it's like, I wrote this song before all this Amazon madness was happening and before I knew to the extent the detriment that has been caused by us on the bees because we're hurting the ecosystem we're hurting the earth um so this is this is the great time to come out really because yeah. you know like i didn't plan it it was just something um so i'm excited about to push that one out but i also have many other songs that i can't wait to like um put out into the open they've been some of them have been brooding in the studio and some are very new um so it's a mix between um i would say mature work because i've been you know 
um, performing or like um, practicing them with my band or I've just wrote them like last week so it depends you know yeah That's good. but it sounds like you're in a good place creatively that work is coming that you're coming up with things you're not in a drought or struggling to think of stuff no it's I've coming never had through. that <laughs> <laughs> I've never had that I'm not gonna lie so yeah You've got some music that's coming out, uh, music videos coming out. You've got some music that's already out. So where can people find you online and check out your stuff? You can find me on YouTube, Charlie Fletcher. That's C-H-A-R-L-I. And then Fletcher, you know. Most people know how to spell that one. But I just chose not to have an E or a Y, just to leave the feminine essence of Charlie. Um, Yeah, in my name. So that's on YouTube. Um, Instagram, you can type in that name or Charlie I am a legend. Um, spelt the same way, just add the I am legend. And that's it. Okay. Well, uh, we'll keep our eyes peeled and see what comes next. And thank you very much for joining me today. Uh, yeah, I imagine after today we'll both be off doing our own kind of thing and it might be a while before we meet again. Mm-hmm. But I look forward to the next time and we'll see what's going on with you then. But thank you very much for today. Oh, thank you so much and congratulations on all your success. More power. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen. And that was that. Thank you very much, Charlie, for your time. I look forward to the next time we can catch up because I'm very grateful that you could take some time out of your busy schedule to talk to little old me. And what a talk it was. I'm still in awe of the fact that she didn't just start creating when she was seven, but she was performing as well. I know there aren't too many people who could say they were doing that at that age, just off their own back. So that's a very impressive fact. And I really appreciate her confidence because it doesn't come across as cocky or mean-spirited or anything in that vein. This is just someone who's very sure about what it is they are doing and the fact that they are the only one who could really do it the way that they do it. So why shy away from that? Embrace it. You know, live it to its fullest so that you can truly realize the the vision that you have. And that's something that I, I try to do myself, but I can very much appreciate when someone else is doing it. So Charlie Fletcher, once again, I will put a song of hers, Honey Queen, which she mentioned during our conversation at the end of this episode. And I'll put links to where you can find her online in the notes for this episode as well. As for the ambience that I alluded to at the start of our conversation, so Arsenal was playing Tottenham. And before we started talking, I think the score was 2-1. And during our chat, Arsenal equalised to make it 2-2. That's why you heard some yelling in the background. Also, I think one of the cafes across the way was moving some chairs or something. But I'm sure none of that was a distraction from our conversation. It all, like, like I said, it adds to the ambience. It makes you feel like you are there with us while it's happening. In fact, I am well aware that as I am recording this right now... You might hear some bass lines and drums coming through the next room because I'm at Caffrey Studios and there is a band rehearsing next door to me as well as the London Overground above me. So it's all happening, folks. This is life in London. You can't press pause around it. And also, I can't afford a more professional setting to record. But we ride that way together. I did also find it interesting talking to Charlie how she said she had a period where she stepped away from the music. It reminded me of my conversation with Honey McKenna, also at The Plough, episode 204, who was pursuing acting and performance on the stage. 
and also had a period around her teens when she stepped away from it, lost a bit of... She said she lost a bit of confidence in herself, but eventually found it again. And it sounds as though Charlie had something similar. Maybe there's something to that. I wonder how many other people I'll talk to who will say they've been through a similar patch. It's... It feels like one of those tropes of being a creative person. A bit like a lot of people that work in music, in performing music, there tends to be a time in their childhood when a parent told them you have to learn piano, but they resented the lessons, but now they're really grateful, etc., etc. So that was an interesting thing to learn. And she will. I think Charlie Fletcher is definitely one to watch. She's just too busy and too creative to not climb up wherever it is she's looking to go so keep an eye out for that and as i said i will put links to where you can find her online in the notes for this episode as for me i've got some catching up to do with posting episodes i have to prepare for the shows that i am playing in september oh did i not mention that i'm playing a few shows this month because i am indeed Tuesday 17th of September is the next edition of Saddest Night Out Live. So that's at Road Trip and the Workshop, 7.30 doors open and it's free entry. And then Sunday 22nd of September, I am playing at Paper Dress Vintage in Hackney with its own animal Delilah Black and Juliet and Nanette to support the album release of Ammonite by its own animal. Go to facebook.com forward slash saddest night out for more details on both of those. And for both of those shows, I'll be playing with a full band. Touchwood. Touchwood all goes to plan. I will have a drummer and a bassist and a guitarist on stage with me. No more backing tracks. No more playing solo. I might actually get the chance to realize loads of Japanese bands as it was intended. By the way, I mentioned the bands that are playing on Sunday. On Tuesday, it's myself, as well as Lou and Chris Gabriel. So please, 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 if you can, come out and support. Come and check out this talent. There's just so much great talent happening in this town. And if I can get any chance to shine a bit of a spotlight on the stuff that I come across, well, more, I'm just lucky enough to do so. That's enough for me. I'm dangerously close to... Oh, and nope, it's too late. I'm there. I'm in rambling territory. So let's get back to today's episode. Thank you all very much for listening. You can find me online. Just search for the word saddest night out all as one word. And I will leave you with some music from our guest on today's episode. This is Honey Queen by Charlie Fletcher. Enjoy and I'll catch you next time. Take care.